Welcome to Season 2 of In Search of Peace and Healing. I'm your host, Celia Boone. Hello and welcome. I'm so glad that you're here with me again today. Um, There's something that I have on my mind that I want to talk about. Because you see, I have a resentment. And it's pretty big. Um, There's someone in my life that has changed the way that they are treating me. And um, it was pretty sudden, I guess going from very kind and loving and nice and, you know, and um, went to more critical and cold and, you know, and um, this person today, um, I was talking on the phone with this person who said something to me and it really it brought up a resentment because I was like, this person thinks I'm stupid and is trying to run some kind of game on me. And I don't like it when people think I'm stupid. Now I can think I'm the dumbest human being on the entire planet and that's okay. My mind simultaneously tells me that I am the smartest person in the room and the dumbest person in all of society. You know, the my village is missing its idiot at the same time. But when somebody else tries to treat me like I'm stupid, that just gets me riled up. So, um, I was looking at some definitions of resentment. Um... One of them is a bitter indignation at having been treated unfairly. Another one is a feeling of anger or displeasure, maybe indignation stemming from the belief that one has been wronged by others or betrayed. And another one is a complex, multi-layered emotion that has been described as a mixture of disappointment, disgust, Anger, fear, and ego. I think that last one is probably the one that best describes what I'm um, feeling at the moment. Because my ego is involved. You know, if ego aren't involved, I wouldn't care if who thinks I'm stupid or smart or whatever. That's just somebody's perception of me. Um, The fear is, what if she's right? What if I really am really dumb? Or what if I'm losing my mental faculties? <gasps> oh, no. Um, I've heard that holding on to a resentment is like drinking cyanide and waiting for it to kill the other guy. Um, Maya Angelou says that resentment is like cancer. It eats the host. Well, you know, I when I was growing up, 
I didn't know how to forgive. I didn't learn how to forgive until I was, gosh, in my late 20s. And I really didn't latch on and practice that until I was in my mid-40s. Um, I used to have a big cauldron of resentment inside of me, and I guess I wore my resentment hat like a badge of honor. Um, we can set ourselves up for resentment, and I sure are dead. We can chase unhappiness and negativity. You know, we can just decide that I'm going to be resentful and thinking that it has some bad effect on the other person. But in reality, you know, if someone deliberately goes out of their way to hurt me, um, I'm sitting here with this resentment and they're out dancing. They don't care. If they would have cared, they wouldn't have done whatever they did to begin with. And if it was something unintentional, that's easier for easier for me to overlook. But, you know, this was, what happened today was pretty spiteful. And it was cloaked in soft words. But I saw right through it instantly. And, um, you know, so I feel badly. I don't like having resentment. I don't like carrying it around. My uh, spiritual mentor has a saying that goes like this. Inside of every expectation is a baby resentment just waiting to be born. And, you know, when I have a good relationship with someone, I guess I put the expectation on them that they're going to always treat me the same way. But we're people, we're human, and we don't always act our best. When I leave my house, I don't always take my best self with me, unfortunately. And, you know, I can't really expect that others are going to do the same thing. And because we're human, we all are going to feel resentful at some time or other. Some of us a lot, some of us a little. When we believe that someone has deliberately harmed us, the human response is to become resentful of that person. Um, there have been times when I've gotten a resentment when I perceived that somebody didn't like me and it turned out not to be true at all. Maybe somebody was thinking about something that they were unhappy about, and I looked across the room at them, and they looked back at me, and it seemed like they were looking at me, and they had a bad look on their face. And I thought, that person doesn't like me. And I got a resentment instantly. And that person was not thinking about me, they were all thinking about their own stuff and something wasn't pleasant that they were thinking about. And I just saw this look on their face and instantly assumed that it was for me and it had nothing to do with me. But I have this little committee in my head. I call it my itty bitty shitty committee. And that committee in my head 
likes to rear up and tell me that person doesn't like you. She just gave you a dirty look. Or, you know, other times like today, hmm, this person probably ever hasn't ever liked me. And it was all just fake, and they think I'm stupid. There are other resentments that come when others really traumatize and harm us seriously. Um, when I was a child, you know, I, I lived through some very traumatic events, and... Um, I didn't know what to do with it. Um, now looking back, I can look at some pictures of myself as a child and a teen, and I can see the resentment in my eyes. I mean, I just looked like I was angry. I had no idea that that showed in my eyes. So what can we do about resentments? I have found a way to get rid of them, and I'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But first, I'd like to um, read some of the things that I did when I was researching for this podcast. There's a doctor in New York City, Samantha Boardman, MD. She practices psychiatry and neurology, and she has a program, a positive prescription and she's done a lot of work in the area of optimizing every day and maximizing happiness and helping people to become more positive. And she writes, "Forget, Forgive and forget is a common phrase that we've all heard and probably said, but does it make sense? Of course, we've, al we've also been wronged and been wronged. From the moment we learn to talk, we're taught to say we're sorry. We learn to apologize, but do we ever learn to forgive? Forgiveness is an important topic worth exploring, especially in the context of health and well-being. Forgive is defined in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary as giving up resentment of or claim of requital for whatever it is. Clearly, it's more complicated. What isn't complicated are the scientific studies illustrating the health benefits of forgiving. Forgiveness is linked with lower mortality rates, lower cholesterol, lower blood pressure, lower cortisol, the stress chemical in our brains, and a lower likelihood of developing heart disease. Forgiveness may even support a healthier immune system. In addition to physical benefits, forgiveness is associated with psychological benefits as well. Overall well-being is linked with forgiveness, as are higher quality marriages and committed romantic relationships. Forgiveness is even related to better sleep. In Spiritual Evolution, George Vallant, a professor of psychology at Harvard and a pioneer of adult development, discusses the psychological benefits. 
He describes forgiveness as an end to a cycle of negativity, which allows us to grow and heal. It's a transformative experience. Suddenly, the fight-or-flight response of vengeance is replaced by the calming green pastures and still waters of peace. Forgiveness doesn't come on demand and can't be forced. It's not asking for an apology, creating excuses for the wrongdoer, or being a pushover or a doormat. There's no tolerance for the misdeed in forgiveness, and it cannot come from a place of moral superiority. I'm better than you, so I'm going to forgive you. That's not forgiveness. (laughs) Contrary to the popular phrase, forgiveness does not require forgetting. Another important factor is time, because forgiveness can't be rushed. Forgiveness is personal, highly subjective, and different for many people. Studies show self-compassion and kindness are closely related to the forgiveness of others. According to Vallant, empathy and the capacity to envision the future are also necessary. Ultimately, forgiveness is about letting go of the past and leaning into the future. There is an action which you can take, which, if done at least once a day, will guarantee that your resentment will be removed. And this is what I mentioned just a moment ago. Once you hear it, you will know the secret. If you don't want to know what it is, I suggest you stop this podcast right now. Because if you keep listening, you will know something that you won't be able to unknow. And here it is. This actually comes from the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Page 552. If you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for the person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their help, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you don't really want it for them, and your prayers are only words, and you don't mean it, go ahead and pray it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks, and you will find you have come to mean it and to want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate understanding and love. Instead of forgive and forget, we can allow our higher power to change us from within so that we can forgive and move forward. So, my dear friends, as you walk through the rest of this day, may you connect with the divine and feel the peace and lightness of being that comes with the healing power of forgiveness. Take gentle care, my friends. Be well and know that I love you all. You. 
You've been listening to In Search of Peace and Healing with Celia Boone, a production of the Descant Music and Media Group. Providers of music and media production as well as business services for small businesses and nonprofit organizations. We invite you to go to our website, descant-mmg.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Our podcast can be found on the Spreaker Network. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most podcast directories. So, listen, like, comment, and share. Thank you.